Welcome to Stuff and Things with Rob, everybody. The podcast with the vague name, but with a definite purpose. Uh, I am Rob Fangy. I am joined today by my regular co-host, my brother, Will Fangy. What's up? Um, we are joined again, for those of you that enjoyed episode one, by our guy across the pond, Mr. Andy Nicolades. Hello. That's not even close. You, that, you, you. Did I really butcher <laughs> that that bad? Nah, it's fair. It's close. First half. It was close right? enough? Okay. First time. All right. All right. Uh, and the other person we're joined with is the other Andy on the network, Mr. Andy Wealthley. Hello. How are we doing, guys? Good. Pretty I like how good. you had to take a break to swallow. Yeah, well, you know, every now and again. Um, so, again, welcome to Stuff and Things, where we're going to talk again, about not stuff. a taxidermy podcast. Think, not a taxidermy podcast. If you came to uh, find out what to do with your latest kill, this isn't the show for you. You know, I'll, I'll start us off. I really like that stovetop stuffing that, you know, that's what my parents serve on Thanksgiving. That's my favorite. We do the Pepperidge Farm kind around oh. here. It takes a little more effort, yeah. but we're talking about stuffing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I am... Um, we make ours out of oysters and French bread. So. You're an asshole. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Not suitable for work tag one minute and 49 seconds into the Done. show. Done. Oh, goodness. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm, I'm glad we're all here again. Um, I would love to say that we've had a ton of feedback from episode one. Um, however, well, we have not. We have some subscribers. We I, have subscribers. I take a look at the feed burner feeds. There's okay. We have subscribers. There's more than four, and we're very happy y'all are here. Yeah, hopefully, we really are. Well, hopefully. now that you specifically said that it's not a taxidermy podcast, I assume most of those people will unsubscribe. It's entirely possible. All of our Shelbyville listeners are done. <laughs> done. They were like, "I can stand that asshole as long as we're going to talk tell about." Him, tell him you can have special guest Chuck Testa on. <laughs> I don't know. Who Do you that remember is. that video? No. What is oh, it? Oh, I'll have to send you a link so you can put it in show notes. There's this uh, guy named Chuck Testa from oh, I don't remember what state he's from, but he uh, he's a taxidermist, and his commercials, his TV commercials, are just super hilarious. I, I t- I've told you that taxidermy runs in my wife's family, haven't I, Rob? Rob, Rob, are you dead? <laughs> oh my god he's gone our host has left does that mean it's my turn now did he have appendicitis yes his appendix ruptured and he's on his way to great britain to get immediate medical care um ow okay hey you're back Accused. yeah that was that was a interesting thing we, there and of, wanna, and of course it happened to the host do we want to roll that back a little bit so that you can just edit out the fact that you weren't here no, no. I, I'm assuming you guys were just taking care of yourselves, uh, you know, while I, while I wasn't there. It's we we spoke of your appendicitis. Throwing one, you under one the bus. The, <laughs> I expect nothing less. <laughs> At least from Will. The rest of you guys I'm trying to be nice to. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, it gave me an, another chance to uh, have a sip of my beverage over here. Um, what are you drinking? Um, no, I'm not drinking Ovaltine. And actually, he I is have- the old one. He is the old one. See, now they're doing it too. This is awesome. Uh, I'm I'm actually going to to depress well just a little bit. I'm actually not uh, drinking anything alcoholic. Um, Looks like you're alone there, buddy. You're just going to make me sound like an alcoholic. No, pretty much. That's what I'm here. Yeah, yeah. It's the catchback from my appendicitis, there, jackass. Um, I'm drinking um, uh, soda um, by an independent manufacturer that came out of here. It's somewhere. I'm trying to read the back of the label now. I think they're out somewhere. 
out near Lafayette. Yeah, they're actually in Lafayette um, by a company called Swamp Pop. Mm. Um, I realize that sounds, sounds incredibly delicious. appetizing. Uh, but they've made three or four different sodas. Uh, they do a uh, strawberry fizz in the springtime. They have a satsuma, which is basically like an orange soda kind of deal. Um, a cola, um, a ginger ale that tastes a bit more like ginger beer than it does like ginger ale. And this I'm trying, uh, this is our, they sell them in four packs and this is in our first four pack of the filet root beer. Now I realize that maybe, maybe two of the four people on this, on this podcast can tell you what filet is. No, I I can do that. I know what it is. I know what it is. You go right ahead. (laughs) Me, me. It's, it's sassafras bark that's ground up into really small things. Okay. And it's, then it's grinded into a powder, in, yes. Yeah, and then typically put into gumbo to thicken it. Yeah? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Points to well. Retain Cajun cred. <laughs> I need to <laughs> I need to get that bell sound effect back. Um so yeah, that's what I'm having. What are you having, bro? Uh, I'm embarrassed to say that the twelve pack of Takate was the only thing that was still here in the house. Uh, well, oh. and actually that's a lie. I do have some Founder Centennial IPA and one remaining uh, Backwoods Bastard sitting in the fridge. But I thought to myself, I'm going to drink more than one, and I didn't have to buy it. So I'm going to have this Tecate. That sounds delicious. Okay. Um, Andy, are you uh, over there in your shed having your tea out of your flowery mug? Flower mug. Uh, I'm having a tea, but it's not a flowery mug. It's a Kermit mug today. Oh, I'm I'm mixing it up. I'm going to go ahead and say it. There's going to be a picture of the mug in the show notes. That's a new thing. I want that to be a regular thing. There's a picture of Future's mug in the show notes. We're just going to make it happen. And uh, what about uh, you, you right? Welfley? No problem. <laughs> uh, stepped on that. What about you, Welfley? Um, I, uh, well, it is early here, and unlike you monsters, I am drinking oh. coffee. It's not that early. It's 12.15 uh, in the mm-hmm. afternoon. Um, yeah, I, I slept in a little bit, so I got up and made myself some coffee so I could talk. Oh, and, okay. um, I'm drinking, um, some Trader Joe's, uh, Blue Mountain Bali coffee. Uh, Aeropressed, I hope? Aeropressed. I yes. actually didn't bring a drip coffee maker with me, um, just because I didn't have room for it, and, um, I'm gonna try just, just Aeropressing it. My, the only other person I live with, my wife does not drink coffee, so... It's I am me. in the same situation. Yeah. It's all me. Yeah. Did you try the Keurig for a while, too, and just kind of went, no, nah, I don't um, know about all that? We had a Keurig at work in Indiana, and it was, I mean, it was really convenient, but I didn't like the taste very much. Yeah. 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 It was, it, I think it, I think the, the grounds were pretty old, even though they pumped nitrogen into the K-cup, so they didn't, so they didn't oxidize. It just didn't, I don't know. And plus, a Keurig seems like a $300 squirt gun. Mm. It just it, seems a little. We had some money at Bed Bath and Beyond after we returned some duplicate wedding gifts about four years ago, and we've been off and on with the Keurig, and it is what my wife and mother-in-law prefer to use. It's and so convenient. That's the trouble. It is remarkably convenient, but there's so much waste and it's so expensive. I can buy. Um, and by the way, if anyone wants to send me blue bottle coffee, I will take it. But I could mm, buy. Who are you talking to out here in California? <laughs> Just saying, um, <laughs> I could probably subscribe to Blue Bottle for less money than we're spending on K cups for everyone in my house except for me. <laughs> so um, it is remarkably convenient, but it's also not nearly as delicious as 
drip coffee or at the very least AeroPress coffee. I look – I'm actually um, – our main topic for today, I'm going to talk about coffee uh, at some point. So I'm looking forward okay. to that. Um, speaking of the main topic. Yeah, let's let's move on to that. Um, our main topic for today is um, – there will be a link to this in the show notes. A robot has been released for regular consumer purchase. And I'm not talking about like a regular – you know, robot that like old Sony thing. Yeah, yeah, that you used to be able to either walk around your house or it was like a bigger version of an RC car where it kind of drove around. No, this is like something like almost out of Iron Man. When you say released into the public. <laughs> well, it's it's been put Thousands out are dead. Yeah. Boom. Yes, yes, yes. It is available for purchase for, you know, any, well, in Japan at least. It's on Amazon Japan. There's How a much million dollar robot on Amazon Japan. Is it coming under know. Amazon I think Prime? it ships itself. Well, <laughs> does it swim? Hopefully. More it's... importantly, if it can swim to San Francisco, Andy, can you mail it to me? I, I'll just send it on its way. Like, just create a rampage across the coast and across the, the plains and make its way to you in Tennessee. God, this has such a – this is a segue into the next Godzilla slash – what was that Mech Warrior movie with the dude from It's Always Sunny? Um, oh, um, Pacific Rim? Yeah, Pacific Rim. So the kaijus are the monsters and the Jaegers are the robots, right? Yeah, because Jaeger this definitely makes look, me into a monster as well. This does <laughs> <laughs> good. That was That was very good. Thank you. Yeah. That was that was quick. Yeah, just go ahead and send just go ahead and send it this way once you I don't know refill its batteries and its BB tank. It shoots sure. BBs, doesn't it, Rob? Six thousand BBs a minute. That is activated by the pilot's smile. Wait a second. <laughs> is there someone in it or someone? Can yes, control? yes. You 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 ride in it. You ride it. It's a mech, isn't it? Yeah, it's, More than yeah. a robot. Yeah, so, there, yeah, there we go. Thank so you, basically, Andy. if you're if you're a if you're a pilot of this thing, you cannot smile or else you kill everybody you love is that correct well it's a bb so you give welts <laughs> your, to your everyone that you love your happiness literally welts everyone you love uh-huh or you know it, it could put an eye out yeah you never know there's a welt flea joke in there that uh, i just don't have the energy uh, to right now. i'm sure <laughs> welt flea no i got it maybe. i got it no? okay all right thanks. i don't know i'm not sure um Interesting. Reading this, go ahead. No, no, you know, you've got. I was reading that article, and apparently, it doesn't come with arms for a million pound or a million dollars. What I have to use my own arms? I see. Well, I don't I know what you, you can this. buy arms separately. Oh, man. Apparently. Where so, does it so ship wait, it the, from then? So wait, the million from... dollars is just the base vehicle that you just sit in and drive around. <laughs> apparently so arms are um, yeah optional extras see, that's apparently. how they that's how they get you yeah oh, you, just, you spend a million dollars on a giant robot and pretty soon you're spending another couple million on arms on and, arms and, and floor mats. yeah it's like what about fog lights yeah what about the, what about the luxury <laughs> package which is apparently just the fact that they include a radio in the dashboard is there a, there better be a really good radio this thing better have satellite radio well, or at uh, least bluetooth supposedly it's got a hud like with face recognition, you know, recognition yeah, can, on the camera. You can put face recognition in that uh, shit and you can't give me arms. <laughs> like you couldn't like staple some cardboard onto that and just be like, here, wave them around wildly as though you need to be called upon in a classroom. I don't know. Uh, it it not, brings up an interesting conversation about value though, right? Yeah. it Like if I had a million dollars, I'd be rich. 
Yes. Well, there we go. Nice. That's that might be. We need may need to borrow that for the intro music this week. They're <laughs> defunct now, aren't they? Bare naked ladies, aren't they? Like begging for money to begin with. Maybe so. I don't didn't, know. Didn't the chubby white guy get really thin, and then now they like kicked him out of the band because they, they were like, we only like you when you their Canadianness. Uh, can we have a week that we don't talk about Canadians? I'm not sure. Did we talk about Canadians last week? Can you cut this out? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been talking at all. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Uh, so anyway, um, it led me to think about, well, if I spend a million dollars on a robot, I don't necessarily know of what use to that, uh, of what use it would be to me. Um, I don't want to shoot BBs or water cannons or anything else at anyone, and I don't really you're need... you're boring. <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> Maybe I am. Call me boring. I don't want to assault random people. I would love to teach with that in my classroom. Do you know how effective squirt guns and BBs would be uh, on test day? I said stop talking. You will list all of the past participles, human... Did we just make an English teacher robot joke? Uh, I believe so. Okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just checking on that. Um, so it, it made me think about what, what sort of things have I purchased that have great value to me, even though I didn't spend a million dollars on them and they're not a robot? And what are some things that I've spent good money on that I don't necessarily think I got a good deal on that I hope that I would? So I asked you guys to kind of bring a couple of things to the table and to, um, you know, talk about some some of the good and some of the bad. And we'll kind of have a roundtable discussion about that today. So I think that uh, today we're going to start with Andy. Uh, Which one? Yeah, I know. This is going to get really weird. Um, we're going to start. <laughs> we're going to start with future. OK, cool. Do you want what do you want? Good value or bad value? First? Um, let's let's start with the good news. Uh, okay, it's a very small purchase, but um, and I did struggle with this. I think I've spent a lot of money on a lot of things that weren't of very good value. You made me realize after thinking about this, but oh, okay. um, the thing I've, I've picked is Overcast, uh, an app for my iPhone. Um, it's like I said, it's a very small purchase. It's about I think well, the app was free, and I think the in-app purchase is about two pound or three dollars. Okay, um, it's an app I use. Every day, uh, it's well one. I think the only app that I use on my phone, literally every day, and I'll, and for a lot of the day, I use it for my commute. Uh, I use it while I'm at work. Sometimes um, it saved me. Uh, there's some features in it that um, let you basically speed up podcasts slightly, just to kind of fill in gaps and and blanks in the in the podcast. Um, it saved me when I last looked about 45 hours, so fair chunk of you know, a couple of days worth of my life, which okay. I guess is for two pounds. You can't can't argue with that, really. Um, no. But yeah, like I said, it's uh, I use my phone a lot, but that's definitely what I, I use a lot for. And given the price, it's uh, yeah, not life changing, um, but yeah, good value for me. See, I, I like the smart speed on that. I also have Overcast, um, and I, I like it a lot. But the there's some there's some podcasts, and I, I don't know if it's in the way that the hosts speak. But sometimes it just makes them sound like like a robot or something like that. It just doesn't put in the sort of it takes out the natural breaths that people take. And I've it just makes it a little bit disturbing. But we it doesn't very, do that to everyone. 
We addressed that. I screwed up the recording. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. We covered well, like, that. No, well, no. Like, um, well, I, sorry, the amazing thing is, like, when I when I went back to um, re-edit those podcasts, which I guess now we can talk about that, um, the uh, the audio for episode one sounds a little bit odd because I had to uh, readjust the speed at which Will was speaking. So I got it as close to human as possible. But even though it sounded like he was in a normal tone, it still sped up his rate of speech, if that sounds correct. Um, and the problem with that is it when you start making a sound and when you stop making a sound, there's a natural progression up and down. And for some reason, the smart speed with that does the exact same thing. It cuts off the immediate of the let up and it cuts off the very end of the let down. So it's slicing off little pieces of the sound, not enough to where you can't tell what someone's saying, but enough to make it sound a bit different than natural. So I think Will is already a robot. Like he doesn't need I, this million dollar robot. He already no, is like a mecha. No, I am very much a robot. Hence the the fast speaking. Uh, I am so fast for Tennessee people. They kind of just they look at me weird. They raise an eyebrow and then they get their pitchforks. <laughs> He's like a sleeper <laughs> android. Don't tell anyone. Shh, damn it. Now it's on the internet. So it must be true. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So we're not so we're not going with two Andes in a row. The next uh person will be Will. Oh, okay. Um well actually if we're gonna talk about tech purchases that have been worthwhile, I latched on to Instapaper subscription I latched onto an Instapaper subscription before they went to the uh, I don't know how much it is annually or monthly now. I'm still only paying a dollar a month. Which, if you use a read later uh, a read it later service and you are paying for it, a dollar a month is ridiculously good. I love Instapaper. I love the fact that I'm paying for the subscription. Whatever they're charging now, it's very much going to be worth it. Uh, I again pay a dollar a month, which I get more than a dollar's worth of enjoyment and appreciation out of it. Uh, it's got full text search for everything in in my uh, in my archive and my queue. Uh, all of the individual folders have their own RSS feeds for feeding into Pinboard, which, uh, wealthily, you and I will get everyone on Pinboard before time ends. Let's do it. We will. It'll it'll be a thing. It's worth it very much. Um, and the fact that I have unlimited highlights is a big thing for me because, especially when I'm doing research for the 37 different podcasts that it appears as though I'm on, um, it's very handy for me to be able to go in and do highlights without having to use Instapaper to send to Kindle, which I do because I still do a lot of my reading on an old Kindle keyboard, and then having to sync back the highlights and the notes and everything else. I can just do it all through Instapaper. I really like that. Um, so, yeah, Instapaper has been a big thing for me. I have a few more on there, but I figure we should probably go all the way around before we come back around and talk about all the things that I love. Oh, okay. I, that hey, sounds I, like I, its own show. No, and dude... I, I didn't know how many things you wanted me to get. Like I have oh. like three more things that I think are worth the money and one thing that I think isn't. So I have a way to talk. So you just come back around. If you, it, As usual, if you need someone to fill audio space. You're the guy. That's what I'm here for. You're the guy. You're the guy. Uh, okay, Wolfley, what about you? Um, I'm going to go in a slightly different direction. Um, there is a uh, website called Zenny Optical. And it's basically... Uh, plastic glasses made in Hong Kong, and you can buy them uh, prescription glasses for 
um, lens and frame included for like fifteen dollars. And uh, I I think that my twenty dollar uh, sunglasses that I purchased on Zenny Optical have lasted me so far for two years. And I think I really and their prescription, and I think I got definitely my twenty dollars out of that. There, mm. um, you can. They there's a lot of just really garish styles, but there's also a lot of good ones. Um, and you kind, it's kind of a, it's not like Warby Parker in which you can like have a free pair sent to your house so you can try it on. Um, it's uh, it's just sort of like a you have to get your measurements and just kind of pray, I guess. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I've I've really really enjoyed my Zenny Optical sunglasses for twenty dollars. I'm gonna concur with Zenny Optical because, uh, and you and I talked about this a minute on Dot Grid last time. Is um, I'm wearing Warby Parker for my prescription glasses that I wear every day, but I have two pair of Zenny Optical sunglasses. One is floating around in the ether somewhere, but I have the other one actually here on the desk beside me. And I will send props to their production slash customer service team. I had a pair of glasses break the week before my wedding. Um, and the tape was not going to look good in the photographs, and they rush ordered and shipped them to my brother-in-law's house for like another four dollars. Hmm. Um, and that was huge because you know I would just explain to them, you know, it's my wedding, I can't have tape in these pictures. You guys, you know, is there any way you can help me out? And they're like, yes, yeah, sure, no problem, we'll take care of you. Um, they're great for sunglasses. I do appreciate the Warby Parker model, the fact that I can go try them on in a store or they'll send me some to my house. For glasses that I wear every day, no matter what, Warby Parker has been it. But yes, Zenny Optical, especially for prescription sunglasses, and the fact that they're not going to hassle me over how old my prescription is, 100%. So I'm going to I'm gonna back you up on that one and say Zenny Optical is worth all of the very few dollars that you pay for it. Hmm. The show is sponsored by Zenny Optical. <laughs> well, the show is sponsored know. by it, glasses people. I, I have to say, that does sound like a very intriguing thing as a person who needs to go have his eyes examined. Um, do you wear glasses, Future? Do you? Uh, I do, yeah. We have get, you, have you uh, heard uh, of uh, any of these things? Because this is complete news to me, and I'm just thinking I may have to look into this. How about you? I mean, I don't know. No, I haven't heard of They're not companies or names or services that i've uh, ever heard of we've got very boring sounding names i got my glasses from somewhere called spec savers they uh they they're not the most exciting of names you'll sound a bit more zenny optical sounds quite impressive <laughs> sounds <laughs> like getting some robot eyes or something but they're hong kongese is that a thing hong kong because it's not part of, is it part of china now or is it its own thing it's part of china now i don't I know mr part of teacher well uh. The, the Wikipedia English. link will be in the geography teacher. We'll yeah. put a Wikipedia link to Hong Kong. This is the man who is educating the minds of our, our future. Yeah, but it's Tennessee, so obviously the standards are lower. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Someday if I just hey. want to like just like ruin you, I'm just gonna, yeah. You're like, just going to come back to figure out who your this? principal is and just send him a link to any of your shows. It's a her, you sexist oh, bastard. Man. Actually, I have one of each. I have one of each. Um, so, yeah. Oh, man. Um, anyway, Rob, did you have something that was... Because Instapaper isn't even my thing that's worth the most that I've paid for it, but it was one of my things. What's your, what's your thing? Okay, well, I thought of two things. Um, one, we finally received, even though we ordered it right after Christmas, and there was a delay. I guess it got really popular after Christmas. Um, the our new Amazon Fire TV. Now, I've been a pretty much dedicated Apple guy 
for quite some time now. And we did have an Apple TV. Unfortunately, as well as Apple designs things, they haven't quite figured out how to make an Apple TV that won't, you know, it's it's fragile and it's also pretty buggy. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's buggy and it's also uh, prone to get knocked off of the entertainment center because it doesn't have it doesn't have much heft to it and it doesn't have any sort of like good non-skid material. So let's say, you know, you leave your baseball hat and you throw your keys into it and the keys hit the hat and that knocks the Apple TV off of the entertainment center on the floor. I think that's how, you know, mine met its untimely death. Um, but we got the Amazon Fire and I have to say for a box like that, I honestly like it more than I like the Apple TV. And it was cheaper. And it has more features. And you're met with silence. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, how else is like, oh God, he said something about not Apple. Let's um, (laughs) shun him or something. As, As I speak into an Apple computer which was so far the most expensive computer I've ever owned. No, and the last episode of uh, the talk show at John Gruber, he was talking. It was a three-hour recording with Marco Arment. They, Dude, the they last talk. three of those episodes are <laughs> going to take me the next four months to get caught up on because it was Jason Snell and Marco was the most recent one, and then I think um, guy English. Uh, no, it was um. John Syracuse was the middle one. Yeah. Because they talked about the Star Wars Christmas thing. Oh, God. Yeah. That's going to take me. Oh, God. I can't even. Well, well, the one with. Rob, I have to come see you so that I can just have a reason to listen to podcasts for a podcast for three time. hours? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Sorry, Andy. Well, um, they, they talked a lot about Apple TV and just, you know, how. I, th- I think Gruber has, a, has an Amazon TV, and I think he likes it in much the same way that you do. It's just because it works, <laughs> as opposed to the Apple TV, which is kind of clunky and buggy and inconsistent um and yeah mine mine is the same way i have an apple tv and it's it often just does not work it'll randomly sign me out of various like you know cable accounts so i have to sign back in sometimes it just doesn't work i have a segue for that Ooh, what about segways are they good value bad value well uh you know he (laughs) drove himself off a cliff on a segway right yeah we've all heard that story um no, and that was actually one of my um, one of my not worth the value things. Um, and I, I do want to talk about the thing that I have purchased that is worth the most besides Instapaper because, I mean, that's a dollar. Anybody can part with a dollar. Um, the first Roku that I bought made me want to throw it out a window. I had it for about 24 hours. And when I told my wife I wanted to buy another one about a year and a half later – it just about took an act of Congress and seven dozen flowers for me to be able to say, I want to spend money that I earned to buy another one. Um, the whole set top box, God, that could be, that could actually be a conversation for any of the podcast here on the wonderful nerd uprising network. You can reach us at nerduprising.co. Uh, that was <laughs> no, awkward. I, right. It was weird. Um, no, I have, a, I have a Roku three now or a Roku two now and I love it. But the first Roku that I had, just refused to stay connected to wireless. Um, and we couldn't figure out if it was Amazon or Roku or what, um, that was a regretted purchase, but so we have an Apple TV, 
uh, a fire TV. Rob, I have a Roku. Andy, do you do any uh, any of the set top box things? Who me? Yes, you. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> God, this whole Andy thing. You can just call me Wealthy. That works. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, you... I've got a couple of Apple TVs um, that I've never had any problems with. Actually, I use it quite a lot. I quite like it. Um, and I've got a Chromecast. I don't know if any of you have tried one of them. That's They're... again fairly oh. cheap. How is that? I, I I thought about trying that, but it I, that was one of the things where I wanted to order it, and it was at a fairly reasonable price, and it seemed like it would work. Because I have a TV in my office that I don't necessarily use a lot because I only have basic cable on it. Oh God, only basic cable! How horrible! <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like mean? I can't. It's like I can't even get. Um, I can't even get high definition like uh, ESPN. Oh, like God. I can't get. The humanity. No, seriously. White people problem. <laughs> Dude, it is a total, total white person problem. Um, you know, it's a, it's a definite first world problem. But um, oh, the other that is, problem. That is a hashtag, isn't it? We're going to go ahead and add some diversity to the podcast that we're here <laughs> yeah. in the next little while. Yeah, we really need to find uh, somebody with a different perspective than us. Yes. Anyway. Um. I also didn't have the interactivity of like the channel guide of seeing what goes on the screen, like to select. So when you're used to sitting in a room and not flipping channels, all of a sudden flipping channels to try to find something. And when I sit in the other room, I have no idea what numbers, what it doesn't matter. I search by topic, you know, and I, and I know what shows are on my DVR. So, you know, but anyway, um, so let's uh, turn as podcasts off and go now to bashing things. What did you bring that um, that did not live up to your expectations there, future? Um, this one's a bit <laughs> – I, I was kind of asking for this to not be good value. And it's probably one of the worst value things I've bought and I guess the nerdiest things I've ever bought. It's actually a lifetime subscription to the uh, online game Star Trek Online. What? <laughs> um, Okay, <laughs> which <laughs> it's quite embarrassing even saying it to be honest it was it's that bad i don't know if you ever, any of you have ever seen it but it's it's pretty bad um well, that breaks my i heart. don't really know what what that it's bad that i spent money on it no that it's bad it looks so awesome it's, it could be so awesome it could be yeah it's well um, willfully your trekkie is showing oh man <laughs> <laughs> well I, I can't say much i'm the one that spent i don't know god knows how much on that <laughs> The subscription to it, it's. I I only had a Mac. Well, I still only have a Mac, and it doesn't even. Well, it just about does now, but it didn't even have a Mac client when I bought the lifetime subscription. So it made even less sense. Um, and I'd only played it a couple of days worth the on the beta beta thing. Um, it it was quite good. It's it's quite, it's good on short in short bursts. Um, it's a bit like I don't know if anyone's played Star. I think it was called Star Trek Armada. Um, yeah. It, so the it's it split. I don't know how far you want me to go into explaining about the game, but it's it's half set on the planets. You walk around like you would in any other kind of game like that, and the other half's in space. So you just do space battles and stuff. But once you've done the hundredth one of them, it it drags a little bit. So um, I've still the subscription's still running. I think it's just past five years. The game's being live, so it's it's done all right. Um, I think the company that had it sold it to a a Chinese company that that have loads of those kind of games with in-app purchases and things. Um, 
So mm. I guess I can get all that junk free. But um, yeah, I'm not getting a lot of value out of it. I, they did just like I said, mention uh, like I just mentioned. Sorry, release the Mac client, um, and that's just atrocious. I'm only running on a, a MacBook uh, Pro, but it it should at least kind of turn on, which it doesn't really <laughs> do that. So. Uh, yeah, and still not getting much use out of it. I thought when I saw that release, I thought oh, I was going to get at least a couple of days worth of play out of it, but nope. So I've uh, got a lifetime account that someone might want if anyone's interested. I know a guy that really likes Star Trek. Well, after the, <laughs> after that glowing review, I, I sure do. <laughs> it's uh, worth, if you like Star Trek and you, you've got any time to, to spend, it's worth trying. You can download it. It's free to play now. They've hmm. dropped the subscription. Yeah. Which again is useful having a lifetime one of them. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's free to play, so you can give it a go. It's, it is worth trying. It's it's not as bad as I'm I'm making out, but it's because I pay I play occasionally World of Warcraft as well, and you you can't really compare the two. So if you're expecting something like that, you'll be disappointed. But the it's only, picking up pace, I think. The only game I play right now is Goat Simulator. <laughs> it's a pretty fantastic one. Well, it's. It's fairly similar to that, probably. It's got just as many bugs as that. <laughs> That's the favorite game of one of my sixth graders. I love Goat Simulator. So I want to go ahead and put that parallel out there. <laughs> uh, I have a sixth grader. We were trying to pick out an essay topic this week, and I was like, well, what do you like? What do you do with your free time? Video games. What do you like to play? Minecraft and Goat Simulator. Yes. I love Goat Simulator. Can I get to Goat Simulator from this topic? <laughs> no. I, no, I would, we are not going to let you write a paper I, about Goat Simulator. I, there's, a, there's a story that he could capture, probably. I'm currently raising my hand as probably the only person currently on this podcast that didn't know there was something called Goat Simulator. Oh, so these these people, uh, these video game engineers, were trying to put together a uh, physics engine, uh, some sort of a new physics engine. Um, and they decided to um, test the engine by um, just making like some really simple like goat animations. And... They started trying it out, and kind of halfway through the development, uh, it was super buggy, and they were like making these goats go up ladders and everything, and and it was just really buggy and just absolutely hilarious. So they released Goat Simulator as a game in Steam, and it's just amazing. <laughs> I okay. have no idea how to describe it other than it's like Grand Theft Auto, but there's no like guns or missions. Um, and instead of like a, like a guy, you're a goat. Okay. Um, uh, and, and there's all sorts of weird little bugs that just like add to the loveliness of the game. So I'll, I'll, ha- I'll have to look into that. I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> Wait for a steam sale and you can find one. I don't even know what it is. See, that's just, I, I haven't done steam. I gotcha. I think that could be a black hole that I could waste a lot of time in. I haven't played Minecraft cause I think that would be no, a, I, a I, I would giant never... black hole. I would spend a lot of time in. Yeah. Let's do so, that. Can we make, well, can we make that interested. a stuff end things? Can we do a stuff end things where we take a two week break and everyone starts Minecraft? Oh, I think that would be awesome. Like all four really of us Minecraft. just say, okay, we're going to put some time into And I figured you would already play Minecraft future. It's just the way that it goes. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> but but that you're a nerd, <laughs> like a huge nerd. Um, it's Fair in enough. your bio on the website. I know because I fixed all the bios today. Um, oh, good. We should do that. Yeah, they're all the same font and the same size now. Uh, yay, style guide. Um, <laughs> I think that we should at some point all 
four of us, including the one of us that has already played, just decide that we're going to go full force into Minecraft and do two weeks of Minecraft and then come back and be like, I can completely see what sixth graders know about this or what just happened. <laughs> one of these two things. Um, because if I'm going to... What's, what's that? It is strangely addictive. Oh, God. That's just what I need. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm going to stop drinking here before too long, says the guy that's probably lying to you. So maybe I could just pick up Minecraft in the process. I'm sure my wife would be much more enthusiastic about me playing a game that's recently purchased by Microsoft and tooled towards 12-year-olds. Absolutely. Um, well, Rob, what's not worth it? Um, what's not worth it? Um, I have to say my what's not worth it is uh, actually not something that I um, – uh, that I bought for myself. It was something that was um, uh, given to me as a gift. Um, in if the not next words out of your mouth are field notes, I am coming across this microphone and slapping you in the face. Oh, no, snap. no, no. How about how about how about something that's good? It's just not what I thought it would be. Um, and that is my Beats pill. I think you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable there did you mean your beats pill <laughs> my beats pill yes yes my beats pill um it since made it sound like you were having a really weird abuse medication <laughs> that you were taking <laughs> the pill that was given to me because i had so much of an issue just smacking random strangers it has not helped it's actually made it worse i have pending uh, felony charges I Damn it, Beats Pill, it's all your fault. you right now, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> Chalk it up on the board. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, dude, the, the board is so big. Um, Ding. <laughs> this is so much better when we're drinking. Um, for podcasts, it's awesome. If all you're listening to is voice, and there's not a lot of, um, there's, a lot of there's not a lot of music happening, but I think, and this has happened with that entire brand, in that you got, you know, a well-known producer behind the brand, and you got a whole bunch of artists behind the brand, and you got a whole bunch of athletes wearing the brand, and it's all been all very well promoted. But when it comes to audio qualities, it's just not up to par with some other things, with its competitors. Hmm. What um compared to like the Jawbone speaker? Uh, compa compared to a Jawbone, compared to um, uh, what is the uh? There's one made by JBL. Hmm. Who's the the name that I forget? But listening to them in the store, I was like, "Wow, that sounds better than my Beats pill." My wife just bought on Amazon uh, some sort of a huge like Jawbone speaker knockoff. It's I can't remember the brand, but it's like it's called a a Magic Box, and I have to say it's really good. Like I I am the farthest thing from like an audiophile um, for music. Mm -hmm. Like I I yeah just use my default Apple headphones and everything. But uh, yeah, the like it works really well, and it costs like twenty dollars. <laughs> well, you know. There have been um, some, and that's the other thing I, I looked into when we were talking about <clears throat> value. Mm -hmm. Has everyone, has anyone else purchased a lot from the Amazon Basics line? 
as far as like cell phone chargers and wires and cables and different things like that? I have an HDMI. Okay. I'm not upset by. Well, considering there are people now currently peddling like $2,000 HDMI cables <laughs> as opposed to one that you can get from Amazon Basics for, say, $6. Monoprice. Monoprice? Okay. Monoprice. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, there's got to be some middle ground on some of that somewhere. I really wish I hadn't stepped away for a beer, I think, because I feel like I missed something. Maybe you did. I probably did. Did you guys talk shit about me while I was gone? We did. Because that's no. okay. It's completely <laughs> no, deserved. But, but had we known you were gone, we certainly would have. The chat in the Google Doc literally says AFK beer. I was hoping oh. that I was hoping we could talk shit about him when he got back. I'm oh, here. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so. Say mean things. It's whatever. <laughs> I, this is depending on who's asking beer number two or beer number four. Um, so I'm, I'm probably going to remember all this. Um, what's up with mattresses? That's that. <laughs> what's the deal with mattresses? <laughs> no, that that that's my segue into things that, that aren't worth the money. That is that's now the title of the podcast. What's, What's up, up with mattresses? mattresses? <laughs> um, stuff and mattresses. Stuff and mattresses. <laughs> that's the name of the that's the name of the that's the title today. Um, have you no that? You, sorry, go on. No, no, please. I would love to hear what you have to say because I'm about to spend four minutes talking about mattresses. This is much more exciting. Whatever you're going to say, uh, it's also about mattresses. But I was going to ask if you've ever heard of Casper or tried it. Try that mattress. No. It's supposed to be sort of like, oh, everybody's everybody's calling themselves, you know, every like online service is calling themselves the Uber of X. And every oh, like, every like merchandise is calling themselves the, the Warby Parker of X. Uh, Casper is supposed to be the Warby Parker of mattresses. And Where do you store them? That's my question. Where do you store them? Because I figure if you're the On Warby Parker frame? of mattress, well, no, but if you're the Warby Parker of mattresses, doesn't that mean they're sending you like three or four mattresses? Oh, I, I think so. I think it's just supposed to be like the the ease of purchase and the price and the quality uh, is kind of what does it. They've sponsored a couple episodes of Back to Work. They're supposed to be. You can try with them for like a hundred days or something, can't you? Yeah, something like that. And they they arrive. Yeah. Um, they're like a really high high quality foam mattress, and they arrive in a box, kind of all folded up. And you let them out and kind of break the seal, and they just slowly inflate. Um, that's all I know about them. I haven't tried them. I, I was just going to talk about how mattresses seem like a really good idea, but it takes them like a week to break in, and then three months to be like, "Shit, we need a new mattress." <laughs> and they're not cheap. They're not. No. Um, no. So that's we we bought one last year, and I'm already wishing that I had not purchased a new mattress, spent more on a mattress. I don't know. I'm not going to go into this. This is like the muffler discussion. Like, I'm not going to pay a whole bunch for that muffler. It's just, I'm not, I'm not going to get into this. Mm -hmm. I, I really wish I'd never brought this topic up in the first place. I'm hoping that this is the four minutes of the podcast we choose to cut out this week. <laughs> I'm never getting up and going to get a beer again because I just missed the entire flow of the conversation. And then interjected yourself into it right when you tried to come back. It was I, awesome. Oh, fuck me. Um... <laughs> Oh, man. I'm going to mute this so you don't have Dude, to hear all this going on behind me. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, um, Wellfully, what, 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 what is your – did you go with your not so valuable? Uh, not yet. Are you the last one? Yeah. I, okay. I guess so. Um, 
Well, I'm going to make a very broad sweeping statement and say that any apartment ever in San Francisco would be not worth the value. <laughs> you, you sound like you speak as a man with experience. So I just moved. I just moved to. I moved to San Mateo, which is a um, city just about oh, 10, 15 miles down the coast of San Francisco proper. Uh, still, okay. it's it's in Silicon Valley. It's like closer to San Francisco than to San Jose. Uh, which is kind of what makes up, quote unquote, Silicon Valley. And, um, oh man, so I come from Indiana where um, housing prices are super cheap. Um, and I moved to a place where housing prices are, I think at this point, it's the most expensive in the country. I think we passed New York like last year sometime. Mm-hmm. And I have halved the size of my living space. Square footage wise, and quadrupled the rent. Oh, yeah. and so like you know, in in Fort Wayne, which is where I lived, it's like the, um, oh, it's the second largest city in Indiana. It's it's like the size of like maybe Knoxville, Tennessee, um, and it's that's an America future. In case yeah. you were wondering, <laughs> no, <laughs> thanks. I mean, I mean, Johnny Knoxville, the uh, punk actor, or is it punk? Is that he? I don't know. <laughs> Um, he was not a punk. No, he was he was a jackass. Okay, jackass. Jack, punked is a bunch of Aston other non successful people. Yeah, yeah, Aston Kutcher. Yeah, well, like I said, a bunch of other non successful <laughs> actors. Go ahead. So anyhow, um, yeah, it, that out there they tell you, oh, you should spend probably about like ten twenty percent of your income on uh, housing. In California, they're like, you should probably not spend more than sixty percent of your income on housing. <laughs> so Ooh. it's insane. Um, Can I ask for a ballpark of what you're paying and approximately how many bedrooms you have? Um, sure. So let me let me do this by comparison. So in Fort Wayne, I had a two bedroom house with a yard and a garage, and I paid six hundred and fifty dollars a month, which is relatively Ooh, actually, that's amazing. Actually, yeah. that's even, dude, that's a hell of a lot cheaper than you'd be paying in New Orleans. Yeah. I'll tell you that right and now. Fort Wayne has one of like that's big in there, like. Um, Economic Development Council trying to get people to move there because their their housing prices are so low, um, and uh, so it's that six hundred fifty dollars a month. I moved to a one bedroom apartment uh, in a complex, uh, one bedroom, one bath, and I'm paying three thousand dollars a month. Three thousand dollars a month. <laughs> so, so I was gonna jump in and say that my apartment in New York was a ripoff <clears throat> because we had. Uh, like a bedroom and a half and one bathroom in a railroad in Brooklyn, and we paid sixteen hundred. Dude, what the <laughs> hell? So it, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a spacious one bedroom. Like it was kind of along the same line size wise as, um, just like a, I think it's maybe like six seven hundred square feet. Like I could definitely do a lot worse as far as like space and format goes. Um, but. Yeah, it's and, and and the reason we moved to San Mateo instead of San Francisco proper is because it's cheaper. <laughs> oh, so God. it's I mean, the Goodness. trouble is that I'm, you know, totally part of the problem of, of why it's this expensive, because a huge influx of like tech workers and and people like that. But the trouble is, is like, you know, we're it we're out outprising ourselves even um, like it's just so it's ridiculous. So I have not, I, this is probably not the time or the place to start talking about gentrification and overpopulation and things like that, uh, especially since I have no idea what I'm talking about when I talk about that. So 
uh yeah it's mm. i would say by far that has been the purchase of least value over the years and oh also if i wanted to buy a house if i was like oh i'm going to start a family and buy a house i could probably get like a small two bedroom for like 1.2 to 1.4 million dollars i just threw up a little bit <laughs> and it's not the beer it was yeah. that that's insane so oh my god Gosh, that's uh okay. yeah we when we first started looking around here you know i my expectations i was like oh i'm gonna start looking yeah for like 1800 1900 2000 see what we can find and we quickly adjusted our expectations <laughs> holy moly is that now i've always heard um future i know we were talking about u.s prices and i've always heard that um that in certain areas around london are very expensive to live in is that is that is that truth or do are we just losing something in the conversion rate oh my god he's dead oh we've lost him uh let me check the call and see if he's around um no it says he's still connected future andy he went to go get more tea and that's not a that's not a british joke that that's probably actually what happened he literally is drinking tea yes no <laughs> it, it is mug. He says he can still hear us. Oh. Um, try okay. unplugging your microphone and try plugging it back in again. Um, no, there uh, is. <laughs> bit of an amateur mistake there. I had my thing on mute. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry. Oh, I, see. <laughs> I coughed uh, and just kept coughing, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked, shocking myself by London prices. Sorry, I was trying to say, yes, London prices are ridiculous. I live just outside London um, for that reason. Uh, you can get a tiny one-bed house for about, well, I think, well, not a house, sorry, a, a flat um, or apartment, I guess you'd call it, um, for a couple of million in central London, depending on where you are. Obviously, there are some grotty places in London you could get something cheaper, but they're ridiculously priced. You can get kind of cupboard spaces for, for a million. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's not lost in translation, I don't think. It's obviously not all that expensive, but certain places are very central places are absolutely uh, i live in a uh we'll call this a three-bedroom farmhouse um and again pencil city not exactly the biggest draw we do kind of live out in the middle of nowhere but um i i'm currently renting a three-bedroom house the square footage is just absolute it's, it's massive we have two storage buildings in the back we're on five acres um I'm renting for a thousand dollars a month. Oh man, I missed that. Yeah, I was gonna say. So as soon as you said that, I was like, I don't even know what. I can't even imagine. Like I lived, um, we lived West Coast, and we lived in an apartment outside of Portland, and it was a one bedroom apartment. It was about eh, about nine hundred dollars a month. Um, so I understand that things out there are more expensive. Gas is more expensive. Um, cost of living in general is considerably higher, as is typically, and I hope is the case for you. Uh, Andy, that that wages are uh, also a little bit higher, but I don't know that they're three times as high. <laughs> well, the nice yeah. thing is, is is I mean, not the nice thing, but the the useful thing is that even though cost of living of um, everything else is higher, it's not quite as high as specifically just um, rent. So while you are spending way way more on housing prices, you're spending only a little bit more on. Uh, other stuff so it all sort of pans out like it all sort of evens out i kind of feel lost in the sauce since our situation is kind of um construed by the 
what we call Katrina math here. Oh, yeah. Just because of the reimbursement we received and then what we put into the house. And What's a Katrina? Um, Is she your landlord? No, no, not uh, <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Do you, that li- was, uh, do you live in Metro New Orleans? Rob? Yes, I live. I live outside. I technically live in Saint Bernard Parish, which is mm. um, to you would be the next county over. Okay. Um, I live about uh, ten minutes from the French Quarter. Hmm. That's cool. Um, my wife has a seventeen mile commute back and forth to work every day, and it usually doesn't take her more than a half hour. Mm. Um, so yeah, we live we live very close to New Orleans proper. That's awesome. Yeah. My, yeah. Uh, there was. There was. Six and a half feet of water in this house. Wow. Yeah. You don't realize how much six and a half feet is until he stands next to it and <laughs> puts his hand above his head. Yeah. Because what did she, she signed the papers on the house, what, three days before you guys yeah. got water? We, um, we went to the act of sale on Friday. We moved all of her stuff in on Saturday. We evacuated on Sunday and the water came in on Monday. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, I helped I helped tear down part of the old bathroom because um, they ripped the house to studs. And you hear six and a half feet of water and you think, oh, that's that's a shit ton of water. And then uh, Rob stands next to the watermark on a stud. And um, speaking of studs, Rob's not a small dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he holds his hand up and it's a good three or four inches above his head. And I'm I, I'm average height. I'm five, seven, five, eight. And you think, holy shit, that's deeper than the than the shallow end of a pool. Yeah, and it just just oh, it's so, so much water. Um, so yeah, Katrina math is going to completely screw up whatever rent or housing costs is going to be there. Um, mm-hmm. FEMA, we, thank you for that massive influx of money, though. Well, it wasn't all FEMA. I mean, we also uh, there was an oil tank that burst out somewhere near here and we were involved in the class action settlement for that so we got some proceeds from that you know no, the, i'm not i'm not the deep water horizon thing no 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 it was during uh during the storm during the flood after the storm oh. um we live probably i don't know two or three miles from uh oh gosh it, it was uh i'm blanking on the name of the company that runs it now but it's it's a refinery and one of the large holding tanks for, uh, I don't know if it was crude or diesel or was something in the process, um, because of the water pressure that was around it, it burst. Spilling the contents mixed with the water everywhere around. Um, and we got into the, because people were talking about how they had oil in their houses, oil on their land, oil. Um, obviously, there are people further um, further east from here uh, who grow things and are, you know, in Ragnabas and like watermelon farmers and, you know, people down the road um, were suing because of damage to their crop and damage to, um, well, not, not their crop, but damage to the viability of the long-term future of farming that land and everything else, so. There was a giant. Uh, there was a giant class action with people that live around the place. We we couldn't find. Um, 
we didn't find the amount of oil that a whole lot of other people found. I'll tell you that. Hmm. Yeah. Can I say a nice thing? Sure, go ahead. Speaking of San Francisco, Andy. San Francisco. I want to come back around and say the thing that I have purchased in my recent past that has been worth the most amount of money that I paid for it, and we would more than uh, more than readily and very happily accept their sponsorship were they to be listening. Uh, are any of you familiar with the uh, bag company Timbuktu? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I am for photography reasons. I purchased a Timbuktu custom lap, laptop messenger bag right after I graduated uh, graduate school before I started teaching because I knew that the job I was moving into, I'm itinerant. So I hop back and forth between two schools every day. So whatever I'm carrying, all of my things in is remarkably important. Um, and I spent more money than I was physically comfortable spending at that point on a bag. Um, I spent just just south of $200 on a custom laptop bag. But, you know, I got to pick my trim colors and the colors of the colors and the type of the fabric and what color the lining is and everything else. And I've been using this Timbuktu bag every day, this Timbuktu custom laptop messenger every day um, for the last three years. And it looks brand new. You should um, um, you should post a picture of it. I will definitely do that with all of my awesome teacher things in it and not the beer can stacked up next to it. Um, I will, I'll put a picture of that up in the show notes, but if you are looking for a bag and there are a lot of people, there's been a lot of talk about bags recently. Pen Addict just did a podcast on bags and I know that tools and toys put out, um, an article this week about a particular camera bag. Rob, if you haven't read that yet, might be a thing worth looking at. Um, that Benjamin Brooks and, um, who was the, I guess it was, uh, Sean Blanc took some pictures of his and put it in there. Um, if you're looking to go a little less than leather, uh, mine is all ballistic nylon and waterproof lining and everything else. But man, the only complaint I have about this thing is that one time I accidentally put a water bottle in it and it ripped a hole in the water bottle on, or I ripped a hole in the water bottle on a clipboard that was in there and the water didn't soak out. I literally poured water out of it. It was so waterproof. Um, but it is. I spent $180, $190 on this bag, and it looks like it will survive the apocalypse. Like cockroaches and Twinkies will be living in my bag if there was some <laughs> sort of nuclear sort of explosion. Not nuclear. Nuclear explosion. Uh, this bag would survive it. So um, I want to make it San Francisco and a value connection to both of these. Uh, I think that I would be remiss if I did not endorse uh this timbuktu bag that i use every day i also had a thing about shoes and a thing about uh really cheap coffee that i talked about earlier but we're we don't want to run a little long because i know that some of us have the town of san francisco to go explore and wives to go entertain and also beds to go inhabit depending on which part of the world you live in rob and i are just gonna keep drinking (laughs) yeah pretty much it's a five hour long stuff and things podcast, everybody. Stuff and things. We're stuffing things for five whole hours. If <laughs> if you don't think he and I could ramble around for five hours and turn it into a podcast, oh shit. Ooh. Have you heard the early episodes? <laughs> like the, the pre zero episodes? Uh especially now that we've broken into the alcohol. Oh god, this is just gonna end up being a lot of <laughs> here in about an hour and a half. Oh right. So but uh but we're running up on an hour. Um Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not the host, so I'm going to step back and see if there's anything else the host wants to cover. Sorry. Um, it's really okay. Um, please, uh, 
subscribe to the podcast if you've liked what we've had to say so far or if you think you're going to be interested in what we're going to say next, which, you know, you may be. Who knows? Um, you can reach us, of course. Um, well, what is the show-specific email address? I don't, it all gets forward to me. I'm so sorry. Just uh, just Rob at... Oh, okay. It's ro- Rob at nerduprising.co. Yeah, I don't know that uh, we have a show-specific one. Oh, but you think feedback? Yes, they can send any feedback to any show on the network to feedback at nerd rising up at. Uh, yeah, good job. Keep drinking. <laughs> <laughs> feedback at nerd ri- <sighs> Feedback at nerduprising.co. There we go. Uh, you can find me on. Uh, well, you can find the show most importantly on Twitter at stuff things rob. If you've reached this point in the podcast, please tweet us to let us know you've gotten here. Stuff things, Rob. I'm so glad I registered. Yeah, I know. You. It's amazing, isn't it? Um, you can reach me uh, separately uh, at Rob Fangy on Instagram and on Twitter at the same handle. Uh, or you can check out some of my photography work at robfangy.com. Will? Uh, I am best reached at either will at nerduprising.co. I you can reach me via the Twitter account at nerd underscore uprising or at my personal Twitter account, which I've recently unprotected for those of you that are super interested in seeing what I do with my personal life at Will Fengi. Um, we've got about three or four or 17 other podcasts here on the network that I would encourage you to listen to. They are considerably more structured and formal than this. Um, I host one with uh, Andy uh, with future Andy called bipolar. And I host another one with uh, past Andy uh, called dot grid. Both of those are available via the website, which is at nerduprising.co. Uh, Andy future, Andy in the future. Uh, I appreciate you putting up with us for so long. Hopefully we haven't offended your delicate British sensibilities. If people were to want to learn more about you, once you finally cut ties on the network because you hate us, what's the best way for them to do that? <laughs> Uh, the best way is probably Twitter. So it's um, Andy Nico with an underscore at the end. So just A N D Y N I C O. Or you can email me. It's Andy N at nerduprising.co. No, it's not Andy N. It's just Andy. You were the first Andy. You were the was original it? Andy. Yeah, it's just straight up Andy. Oh, okay. I thought it was Andy N. Okay. No, Sorry no, about that. Andy no. <laughs> Wellfley is uh, Wellfley's second fiddle on this one. Wellfley, what's the best way for people to find you? Uh, probably Twitter, uh, at a Wellfley. That's a W E L F as in Frank L E. He also has an email address. That's Andy W at nerduprising.co. But if you don't want to email him because you don't use email because you prefer to speak in 140 characters or less, Twitter's a good way to do it. Uh, we all have nerduprising.co email addresses because Namecheap lets us have that. (laughs) Hover, if you wanted to sponsor us, we would completely move our domain that direction. Um, You're such a whore. I am. Listen, whoever wants to pay for this shit, especially now that I've said shit 17 times, we will more than happily take your money. This will be out on Tuesday. It's Tuesday right now if you're listening to it. It might be Wednesday. It might be Thursday. Maybe you've gotten completely bored and listened to everything else in your podcast queue, and you're like, ah, fuck it, I'll listen to those guys ramble for an hour. Um Please note that Dot Grid will be out on Thursday. Um, we have, damn it, Rob, you're screwing Yo. with my ADD. No, no, I'm sorry, Andy, you're screwing with my ADD. He's trying to take future Andy on Twitter, and it's completely screwing me up. Stop flashing things <laughs> on my screen. Ah, sorry. No, it's fine. 
We're all on Twitter. We all have email addresses. We all do other podcasts. Check everything out. Or send us horrible trolly emails if you want to. Mainly me because... Because you deserve it. Because I deserve it. There's, a, there's not a better way to put that. Um, anybody got any last words, Rob, before they completely kick us off the internet forever? Oh, absolutely not. Thank you for listening to Stuff and Things, and we will see you the next time around. All right. All right. That could have gone better. Could have gone a lot worse. Yeah, could have gone a lot worse. Okay. 